From the mean streets of Essex, England, to your phones and smart speakers around the world, this is The Daily What. Boom! This is The Daily What. Uh, again, few and far between these days, The Daily What. I'm Matt, host of Whatcast, host of The Daily What. Been concentrating more on Whatcast and the Patreon of Whatcast, which I'm about to plug, obviously. Patreon of podcast of Whatcast is, uh, what am I talking about? It's the Patreon. You just go to patreon.com forward slash Whatcast uh, for exclusive shows from Whatcast before and after on some of the shows, like the recorders we make before and after the shows, uh, and some special exclusive shows. Loads of content going up on the Patreon. That's where my time has been being spent. But the Daily What is still here and will remain for things just like this, what I'm going to do today, right? Now, I, now, if, you listen, if you're a listener of the Daily What, and it's not the first time you've heard me, if you are a listener in general of this, right, you will know how frustrated the Rona was getting me. It seems to be gone. They're in World War Three now, so the Rona's fucked. So I think I'll worry about the Rona no more. About to get nuked. But when the Rona was around, the stupidity around the Rona and the restrictions and the masks and all this other bollocks used to really frustrate me the way everybody changed. And today I'm kind of piggybacking off of that because it's the same shit again. And it's some of this... I'm going back... Basically, the 2022 I've had so far, as far as dealing with other humans, people that... It used to be a thing. Like, I am... I deal with the public in my job and I deal with the public as professionally as I can do. I don't blame the public for having grievances with stuff that, they've, that they're right to be grievanced about because they're spending their money at the end of the day. So you've got to be sympathetic. If people are just arseholes, they're just arseholes. There's nothing you can do about it. But I can't stand what has happened since the Rona where everybody feels that nobody has a right to say anything to them anymore. Everybody has a right. Everyone started working from home and basically not doing their job. Basically answering their phone from home, dealing with doing other shit. Oh, I'll get back to that in a minute. And it's we've created this society, especially in this country, I don't know, around the world, maybe. But people just can't be bothered to do what they get paid to do anymore. And they feel virtuous about it. They feel like, finally, I can tell people to fuck off because of the Rona. Everybody's got sympathy because I've been put through it. Like they're the only person that lived through a pandemic. You should no longer speak to these people in any way anymore unless you're kissing their ass because they've worked through the pandemic from home, on their own, answering the phone when they feel like it. This is what seems to be happening here, right? So I'm going to start. There's a, this, I've got three different scenarios here that have really pissed me off. One's just happened, so I'm fresh with this, right? I'll do that one last. But the first one, uh, the dentist. So I needed dental work, right? I need to say that I had a fucking toothache and the dentist closed all through the Rona because then the Rona, like the Rona's obviously the ski. You know, everyone, we all know, don't we, that the Rona was the most deadly thing you could ever possibly have in the history of the world and you cannot possibly, there's no other viruses exists. And this thing will kill you in an instant if you go out and breathe it in, if someone walks near you, if you don't follow the arrows in a supermarket, if you don't go behind per- perspect fucking sh- sheets when you go and get served by someone in a shop you're going to instantly die of this thing right no longer anymore apparently right apparently it's not not a threat no one knows knows to do any of this stuff anymore but masks will save you masks always saved you they was the savior you die of this this thing was so deadly it would kill you on the spot unless you wear a mask and you'd be safe right so we all know this so the dentist had to close because you can't wear a mask obviously the savior of all things is the cloth mask over your face um 
but you can't wear a mask when you're having your, your teeth looked at. So the dentist all closed, and all they literally did was give you uh, antibiotics if you need, if you had an infection. That's all they did for about six months. They closed down, caused a backlog of all kind of, uh, of everybody to anybody that needed a, even a checkup or a filling or something minor. Obviously, they couldn't do it. So they caused a big backlog of all of these people. They had to shut down. When they reopened, they still didn't contact anyone to come for checkups and everything. They basically just let us all go on emergencies only for fucking ages, for about six months. Right. So this has been going on on and off. So they've still not caught up as far as I'm aware, two years on from, from closing or well, it's two years, almost two years on from closing. Um, so I just didn't bother with them. I couldn't be asked with them because I thought every time I phone up, they, they, no, 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 we're not just doing appointments. Emergency, have you got an emergency? No, I just wanted to get my checkup. Well, you can't have it. Fuck off, basically. And, I, and, and the message that you get when you first call up the dentist, my dentist, is a big, long-winded, recorded message about how you should be treating these people with total respect. And speak to them the way you'd like to be spoken to. They can speak to you differently. You might, the, the dentist, my dentist I go to, you might as well go in there and someone fucking gob in your face. That's how much they give a shit. And the person that runs that dentist, by the way, was my late sister's, uh, one of my late sister's best friends, who now doesn't acknowledge my existence. So there's professionalism. She won't talk to me uh, and her team probably gets flagged up whenever my name... Uh, pops up they just basically treat him like a cunt because uh because someone's being loyal to my sister over this stupidity i don't fucking know nonsense to me anyway but it's just be professional it's my fucking dentist i'm paying for it fuck off i don't care about your opinions of me but i don't know whether that's true any of that but she definitely don't talk to me but i know that they're fucking weird and they're stroppy with everybody down there right so you literally walk in there sanitize your hands sanitize your hands Really? Is that what you're supposed to do then? Is, it, is, that, is that your way of telling me that I need to do something? You're not, you're not going to say, put your mind sanitizing your hand because you know I'll say. What? Literally, all I have to say when you say sanitize your hands is. What? That's because then it's a bit less rude, right? So you do all this stuff when you go down there. But these people, they literally speak to you like shit on the phone, speak to you like shit when they see you. Uh, and, and the Rona is their reason. Uh, wear a mask, put a mask on, mask, mask, put a mask on, you've just come in without a mask. Oh, have I? Uh, you're all dead then, aren't you? With me breathing these germs everywhere. Anyway, just getting across the point that they are literally obsessed with the Rona down there, right? They are obsessed with it. So that's very important for what I'm coming to. <laughs> just in case you're wondering, right? Um... So uh, around Christmas, uh, bearing in mind I haven't been there for fucking ages because they wouldn't see me in case I killed everybody with my non-rona that I didn't have, right? Regardless of vaccine status this is as well. Won't get into that, but they didn't care down there. Um, so around about just probably about a week before Christmas, I cracked a, I thought I'd cracked a bit of a tooth at the back somewhere when I had some toffee or something. So I'm like, oh, fucking hell, right on top of Christmas, the dentist are being pricks. So I better phone the dentist and see if I can get an appointment before Christmas. Because otherwise, if I get some kind of infection or toothache or something, oh, they, they definitely won't see anyone over Christmas. They, they've not seen anyone for fucking two years. And they're closed. They've got all grab their holidays, whatnot. So um, I went, I got an emergency appointment. I went down there just before Christmas. He then looked at my teeth. He said, that don't look like a big deal. However, the one in front of it, let's have a look at that. So they've done an x-ray. Oh, that's got a bit of a, 
you can only see it on the x-ray, bit of a shadow on it. You might need that to get filled, otherwise it could start causing you problems soon. So I'm like, fine, let's do it. Just do them both. Not bothered, right? Okay, come back January the 6th. Not the menacing January the 6th. If you're in America, oh no, January the 6th. <laughs> it's the in insertion, whatever the fuck it was called. No. January the 6th, just for the dentist. Probably a bit more menacing than the thing that happened in America on January the 6th. In this country, we know January the 6th was the day mattered to go to the dentist. Because it's a more of a world event than what happened in America. Much to the dismay of the left who think it's the most important thing that's ever happened because a Viking broke into a building. Right, anyway. January the 6th. So what happens on January the 1st, right? I actually get the Rona. Right, so New Year's Day, I get positive, a second positive test of the Rona. Now, the message when you phone this dentist is constantly, if you've got, treat everyone with respect, basically come in and do, don't say anything. We'll shout at you, we'll clothesline you as you walk through the door. Oh, what a clothesline! That's what, that's what happens as soon as you walk into the dentist. Like, the woman just runs out from behind the thing and does that to you. So they can do whatever they want. But they're adamant. If you've got any kind of a Rona, like literally everything's a Rona symptom these days. But if you've got any kind of a Rona symptom, do not come. Cancel. Do not come. So I actually had the Rona, right? So I phoned them. Right. I want to come. But unfortunately, I've got a Rona. The Rona hasn't done fuck all to me because it ain't fucking medicine. But I can't come because you say... If you've got any Rona symptoms, you can't come. I've actually got the Rona. Oh, okay. Sorry to hear that. Let's rebook. Let's do that. So they rebooked for the end of the month. I can't remember what it was. 20-something of uh, of January. So about 20 days time. Because they've got to be... I said, can I have it earlier than that? No, no. No, no. Definitely not. Not if you've got the Rona. We don't want to take any risks. Right, okay. Do I sound like I'm dying? Hmm. No. If you go back and listen to my podcast around that time, you'll see exactly that I've just carried on with normal life other than having to have a week off of work because of the Rona, which I didn't want. So they said, don't come in with a Rona. So book for the end of the month. They said, book to the end of the month, 1240. Okay, this this day that they give me, 1240. That's what I thought they said, right? So I've no problem. Sorted, I'll do that. Didn't think no more of it. Uh, and then two days before my appointment, they messaged me, a little text automated message. Oh, just don't forget, 240 tomorrow. Uh, two forty or uh, two days time, whatever it was. Um, you've got an appointment, so I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I tried to call them; they're closed. This is a dentist. We're closed now. What? That's what I thought, right? So they gave this long automated. Uh, you've got to respect them when you see them, but we're closed at the moment. But don't forget to respect us when you see us. All right, I won't. So I thought I better ring back in the morning. So I try. So I come straight over from work the next day. Phoned up. Right, listen. Uh, you told me 12.40, I believe. Maybe I misheard, I don't know. But uh, I, I've got it down for 12.40. 2.40 is too late. My son comes in from school at 3 o'clock. There's no way I'm going to get back ready for, for, to let him in. Like, he's only 12. I can't be out. He's, he's not, he's 11. I can't be out. And I, it's not, I can't make it. I wouldn't have agreed to that if I'd have thought it was 2.40. So I need to cancel. I'm giving you two days notice. Oh, okay. But the problem is, uh, you have you uh, are cancelling again. What? Actually, sorry. What? She said, you're cancelling again. I said, what do you mean? I said, I had the Rona the last time. Did you want me to come then? I would have come. It doesn't bother me. And she said, no, um, you didn't cancel last time. You just didn't turn up. 
So I said, What? Of course I t didn't turn up. I cancelled. Otherwise, how have I got this appointment? Like, I don't know. If I didn't cancel, I wouldn't have rescheduled, would I? So I've got this appointment that I'm now cancelling because I cancelled the last one. If I hadn't cancelled the last one, this one wouldn't have been generated. I wouldn't be turning up, would I? I wouldn't be doing this one. You've given me a time that I've obviously misheard or you've misspoke or, or we've got our wires crossed somewhere and I'm now giving you plenty of notice as says on your recorded message that I have to give you more than a day's notice and it's no issue. And you're telling me that no, no, we won't see you now. That's what she's saying. So I'm halfway through this treatment. He's put a temporary filling in and he's going to finish his treatment. But now he's not going to finish the treatment because I'm such a letdown and I don't tell him apparently that even though I've told him twice. So she starts getting really stroppy with me when I'm just talking to her normally. Like, no, 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 this is what's happened. Uh, excuse me, sir. I've worked through the pandemic, you know. So have I, you know. No one gives a shit that I did. And this is the way she's talking to me. So she said, I will speak to the dentist and I will call you back in a minute. And I will let you know whether he'll see you or not. Because you're coming across very aggressive. I said, hang on a minute. Wait a minute. You're me, say you're me for a minute. You can't come on January the 6th. January the 6th is also a very scary day. If you're American. But we can't come on January the 6th. So, because I've got the Rona. So, would you have came with the Rona? Well, no, obviously not. Exactly. Right, okay. So, I couldn't come with the Rona. You've then rescheduled me to this time. Well, it says here, as I just said to you, sir, it says that you didn't reschedule. Okay, so I didn't reschedule. So why am I scheduled in for two days' time? Well, I don't know. You must have done it later. Oh, so I rescheduled then. I rescheduled on the day, didn't I? Well, it doesn't say here that you did. It says you just was a no-show. Well, I wasn't a no-show, was I? Because here I am. Anyway, because you've, because you've uh, now not no-showed twice. Well, hang on a minute. Or should I say? What? Because I have sh no show twice. So I haven't no showed at all yet. The first time I cancelled because I had the Rona, your rule's not mine. I'd have come out with the Rona. I don't give a shit, right? Two, this one isn't for two, isn't until two days. So how can you say I've no show for the future? That's irrelevant. That's nonsense. But you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean. You just said I no show twice. I've no showed no times, right? Let's agree that that's at least factual. Right, okay, because you've known show twice. Just, just ignore what you say. Uh, I'm going to go and speak to the dentist and ask if he'll see you now because uh, you're a liability. I'm a liability. You've got the Rona rules in place. The other appointment hasn't happened yet. I'm trying to move it. I'm a liability. So she hangs up on me and fucks off, right? Didn't call me back. So then on, obviously the day before, I then had to phone up in the morning uh, at work and say, why did you, first of all, you didn't get back to me. Second of all, have I got an appointment or not? Because now I've made arrangements, I'll actually make that appointment and my mum will come to my house and be in for when my son comes home because no one else is here. So she has to be here because she'll be the only one. There's no one else going to be in at that time. So someone's got to be here to let him in. Well, you've already cancelled it. No, I haven't. Has anyone took it yet? No. Well, then can I rebook the same appointment that you're telling me I'm no-showing for? Well, I'll do it on this occasion. Well, who else has got it? There's no need to raise your voice with me, sir. We're all going through stress at the, to at the moment. Not as much as me! 
<laughs> At the time, my dad was in hospital dying, by the way. No one gave a shit about this, right? And uh, so I basically, re I got my original appointment back, which means I no-showed for none of them. I just cancelled because of Rona and then kept the following appointment that I didn't even want because they gave me the wrong time. And they're turning and rolling their eyes at me to each other. Like somehow, and I'm saying to him, please explain to me what you would have done differently in this scenario. You'd have came here with a Rona. No. You, time you can't make. Would you have cancelled? Yes. So that's what I've done. So why am I... Oh, oh, well, okay, on this occasion, as long as you pay up front for your treatment before you have it, then he'll see you. Well, that's mighty generous of him, isn't it? Oh, thank you so much, Mr. Dentist. Fuck me. I do not understand these people, right? They fucking annoy me. They really do believe that because they're behind a fucking desk and they did nothing with their lives. Beyond the perspex. The pers- Like, somehow the perspex will stop me fucking- Oh, what a clothesline! Through it. I could just push that out of the way and do that. <laughs> But I wanted, like, when I come out, I thought, if they try and recharge me again, like, I've charged already, they've charged me already, I've paid before my treatment. This is, like, I need that, get this done. So what do I do? But I thought, if I come out and they try and charge me again, I'm going to say... Get your ass out of here! Because that's exactly what they're going to have to do. So that was number one, right? Then, a couple of few weeks ago now, two or three weeks ago now, I had to go up to the chemist, a chemist, at the end of the road. This is all fucking NHS bollocks, right? This is all this so far. So I've had to go to a chemist and uh, I had to pick up some meds for somebody. And it was uh, two, rather than two, rather than 220 milligrams, it had to be 30 milligrams. So it was supposed to be a 20 milligram pill and a 10 milligram pill come through, right? So, but, but the, the chemist done 220 milligrams for, by mistake. So then we've phoned up the chemist. You've made a mistake. Oh, okay. Bring some 20s back. We're switching for a 10. So bearing in mind, I'm getting a lesser dose, right? I'm not a junkie that wants any more of these pills. I'm getting a lesser dose. <sighs> so they said, bring one back, we'll sort it out. So I've gone in there with one packet of the 20s. So I've given it to the woman. The woman's, a, there's a man in there that now is the, got the boss. The woman in there before was great. She was really, really helpful. Always used to go in there and she'd serve me, knew who I was and everything. There's now a man in there, one of these fucking idiots that looks at you at the top of his glasses and just talks to you like shit, right? Thinks he's, basically, you're a foul doctor, mate. You know, working a chemist because you didn't quite have the qualifications that you needed to do what you wanted to do. So you're bitter that you're doing what you don't want to do. And he was standing there and he's looking at the top of me and he's just like, I don't think he's going to butt in. This bloke always, it fucking annoys me. He pisses me off. He's been, he's been there about a month and every time I go in there, he's rude and I just ignore him because I can't be bothered, right? So, I've explained the situation to the to the girl in there, to the woman. So she goes, oh, okay, then let's look on the system. Oh, okay, have you got 28? Here's some 20. Can I just switch them for a 10? And then the bloke is gone. Why? Why you switch them for for uh, 20 for 10? And I said, well, because it was supposed to be two 20s. Uh, it was supposed to be a 20 of the 10. You gave two 20s. So where is the 10? I said, I've, you've never given me a 10. They're 20 and 20. I'm looking for the 10 today because you gave 20 and 20. I want a 20 and a 10. So where is 10? Uh, I don't know. In your drawer, probably, mate. I ain't had the 10. Where is it? I need the 10 back. Why would I bring the 10 to get a 10? What's the point in that? 
It says on system you have 20 and 10. Well, if I had 20 and 10, why would I be swapping anything if I want 20 and 10? Okay, so you got 220 and one has 10 label on it. Okay, so you put the 10 label on one of them. Where is 10 label? Uh, is that the one I gave you? No, that's 20 label. Okay, so the 10 label will be on the 20s that are at home. I need 10 label. I said, hang on a minute. You want me to go home again to get exactly the same packet that I've got standing here in my hand for you to switch with a 10 because you mislabeled something. So I've got to use my petrol to go back and forth all the time to correct your mistake. I need 20 and 10. Now I need 20 and 10. I'm giving you 20 back. Where is 10? Ah! Anyway, I said, you've made a mistake. I did not make a mistake. Yes, you made a mistake. I'm not running around because you made a mistake. Can I have the 20 and 10? I need 10 label. I said, you've labeled it up wrong. I'm not going through this conversation again. Is 10 at home? I said, well, I presume it is. Do you presume? Yes, I presume. I am telling you. So that, for some reason, that made me lose it, right? So I'm like... You're telling me, are you? So you make a mistake. I come back to correct your mistake. And you're telling me with a smirk on your face that I've done something wrong. I didn't label anything. I'm just running backwards and forwards with pills, right? So can you give me the 10? Why you speak to me like this? Because you're talking to me like a cunt. That's why. So can I have the 10s? Here's your 20s. I'm not looking to fucking get high on this. I'm asking for a lesser dose. I'm not asking for you to give me, a, oh, here's some 10. Can I please have some 50s? Give me some hundreds back. Here's your 10. No, here's a 20. Give me the 10. That's what I'm asking for, right? You become my date. Yes, I'm all right. I not give these to you now. He's standing with him in his hand, right? I feel like no give these to you now. So I said, mate, you got two choices. You either give them to me now or I will jump the counter and take them from you and you won't do anything about it. And then the woman just took them off of him, gave them to me, and I left. This bloke, it, uh, all cures, this company's called, right? I, I, I've never, ever, ever made a formal complaint against anybody before. And I still haven't because I couldn't be bothered. But I was so tempted to come straight home and just write to them about this dickhead. I'm literally like, what does it matter? I'm returning the pills. Fuck the label. Give me the pills I need. The lesser dose for the bigger dose. You're not doing anything. You fucked up. <sighs> Which brings me to today, right? So anyone that listens that would know, my dad uh, has passed away. He passed away on the 5th of February. And I'm still, here we are on the 6th, 7th of March, something like that. 7th today. And I'm still trying to sort through the stuff, right? And I've done most of it. Most people have been helpful. Sometimes you're waiting a bit of a long time on the phone. Sometimes, you you know, you get through to automated services. It's so fucking frustrating. But eventually, once you finally get to your destination, it just gets dealt with smoothly. People, there's bereavement lines and stuff you can call. People just generally sort it out for you. 
And then you come to T- Trans- Transport for London Pensions. So he had a private pension. He was a bus driver for a lot of his life. So he's got Stagecoach, which was a company that have been absolutely a dream to deal with. And because my mum still continues to get pension from both of them for sort of a lesser amount. So the, the Stagecoach was just flat straight. This is what you need to do. Right. Okay. Thank you. Here's a phone number. They answer straight away. Here's the details. Okay. Thank you. Done. Right. Transport for London. First of all, you have to find the initial of the surname for then who's going to take your call, who deals with that initial of the alphabet. There's a different person for each one, right? So having found that, that that person never answers the phone, right, for my dad. So there's literally, they won't even tell you what the name is. They just do it. This person, big long pause, is not available. Goodbye. That's it. Not even leave a message, nothing like this, right? So you can't get through. So I found an email address for this. I emailed them. And explained the situation, gave his number, everything else like this, right? Then get an email back from somebody. So then I called this person and then had a phone conversation with her. And she said, we're going to send out all the information and we will need a fucking death certificate, a marriage certificate for your mum to prove she's married, a birth certificate for your mum to prove she's alive, right? Okay. And the will, a copy of my dad's will. Okay, I could do all of that. So I said, can I email, can I take photos of this and email it to you? Yes, no problem but we're going to send you some forms. I said, can I fill in the forms and then photograph the forms and email them with the rest of it? Then you've got it all together. All you've got to do is photocopy it at the other end. If you don't want, because she said we don't want original copies. She doesn't want any original copies. We don't want to take responsibility for losing original copies. Okay, fine. So if all I'm going to do is photocopy them and send them to you, can you just photocopy them when they get there from the picture? Yeah, that won't be a problem. Email them to this address. So I emailed them to that address, got an automated email back telling me, okay, we've received this. We will deal with this within 12 days. 20 days passes, right? Hear, hear nothing back, not even a, a, any kind of an email return. <clears throat> so then you try and phone them. Nobody's there. So you try all the other letters. Nobody's there. 15 people, whatever, right? Email, not even an automated response. No replies, nothing. Just, just impossible to deal with. My mum's freaking out, stressing out because she's got pills to pay still and she needs to see, know where she is with these pensions. It's so frustrating that they would allow this, in this situation with someone with a bereavement, that somebody's going through enough stress, doing everything else, that they just wouldn't at least reply to you to tell you, we're dealing with it, give us a minute, right? That's all I was looking for. So today, we've gone up, sorted out some stuff with solicitors, sorted out some stuff with banks, basically finalised everything else we needed to do other than this one thing. So I said to my mum, before I left there, I said, right, it's one more thing. I'm going to try one more time, TFL, um, to see what they say. And I got through on this random number, a generic number. Some random person answered. So I said, oh, hello, blah, blah, blah. Explain the situation. And she's immediately on the strop with me. <laughs> Fucking piss. Well... Uh, all we've got is from the so-and-so, whatever it was, the 12th of February, and you haven't bothered res- responding. And I said, what? What are you talking about? I said, you got, you sent me the forms. I've then emailed everything I was told to do. With, and on the email I wrote, if this isn't correct, please contact me ASAP and tell me, and I will correct it and give you what you need via through the post or through email. This is exactly what I sent. I've even got an automated email to come back to me to tell me they've received this email. No, you didn't send that. I said, I'm fucking looking at it. Just because you're looking at it doesn't mean we received it. I said, well, you you received it. I got an automated email back from you. 
Well, that doesn't mean anyone's looked at it yet. Well, that's my, is that my problem how then? How's that my fault? That nobody's dealt with this yet from your end. No one's looked at it yet. But it's down to me. Because you're too lazy. This is the problem what I'm talking about earlier. All of these people obviously worked from home at the start of COVID. That was obviously all in office doing a good job. And suddenly COVID hits. You could all work from home now. So they just all turn their fucking phones off. And they just go and live their lives and go shopping. And you can't get rid of them. Can't get, can't get hold of them at any point of the day. Get rid of them. I wish I could get rid of them. You can't get hold of them at any time. They just put their answering machines on and tell you that they're not there. And you've just got to hope and guess. And every now and then they might pick the phone up if you ring the wrong person. They can try and put you through to the right person that's not there. They ignore the emails. They ignore everything. It's so fucking stressful. And she's, and she's, and I say, excuse me. Why are you acting like I have done something wrong? All I'm trying to do is find out what's happening next. Because you've stopped his payments and you haven't told me what you're doing. And there's bills to be paid here. So please just tell me what I need to do to speed this up. Well, you need to send the email. I said, I've sent the email. I can screenshot it to you right now, sent, and the date and everything. Well, I'm not saying I don't believe you. Uh, yeah, you are. Oh, yeah, you are. So I've resent it again. Uh, she said, well, that's all you got. Just the way they fucking speak to you. Well, we're not always in. Oh, Hang on a minute, if you was working nine till six in the office, would you be always in then? Yeah, you would, because you'd have a boss looking over you then. But when you're at home, you go out shopping. I'm not, I can't be expected to be in. It's COVID. I can't be expected to be in. I've got life as well, you know? I've got shops to go and shop. Fuck off. What's the matter with these fucking people? My fucking, I've lost my fucking dad. All I'm trying to do is get half his fucking pension for, my, for his fucking widow. And I've got some cunt talking to me like I'm the problem. Deal with your shit and it won't backlog up, will it? You can't! Anyway. So I've just come straight from my mum's and that's what um, that's what's pissed me off today. <laughs> TFL! TFL! No, 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 no. Let me go through this quickly, right? Let me go through this quickly. First of all, the dentist, my dentist in... You just made the list! Also... My chemist, you condescending fat tub of shit that looks at the top of your half glasses like a wanker. You just made the list. And also TFL pensions, every single one of you that do not pick up the phone. You, I don't know your names enough to make you famous, but you just made the list. You made something. The list, the cunt list of what cast. Thank you for listening to the Daily What today. Um... Myself and Conspiracy League will be back for Whatcast next week. I might do some more Daily Watch this week. I do not know. Please check out the Patreon, uh, www.patreon.com forward slash Whatcast. Uh, great. Building up some numbers over there now. Uh, got lots of shows going on now. Lots of taboo shows going on there soon as well. Like fucking, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get, what's it called? Sandy Hook on there and some other stuff like that. Um yeah, uh, play, don't forget buymeacoffee.com. If you don't want to do a monthly subscription and get something back for your money, I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that instead. If you don't want to get nothing back for your money uh, and you'd just rather do a one-off a one-off uh, support of the show, buy us a beer or whatever, Fiverr, then you can do that uh, uh, at buymeacoffee.com forward slash whatcast, I think it is. I'll put the link underneath anyway. Uh, and please subscribe. To, uh, also, the Tube Review. I'm back on the Tube Review. Done a couple of videos. I'm going to do one today, but I don't think I'm going to have time now. Uh, go subscribe to that or check them out and give them the thumbs up if you like them and 
and some comments underneath to push the algorithm because the tube of you do not like me. But anyway, thanks for listening to The Daily What today. It's good to be back here doing The Daily What once again. And I'll see you later. You have been listening to The Daily What. Follow on social media at Whatcast with a K and listen to The Daily What and Whatcast wherever you get your podcasts.